What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Sneaker Sins Podcast, where we discuss, debate, and dissect the sins and wins in the sneakerverse this week. I'm one of your co-hosts, Brett, and I'm here with my other co-hosts, Jason, Jalen, and Nabil. How's everybody doing? Yo. Uh, good, my homie. How about you? Hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. Uh, lots of work to do. I'm assuming we're all busy. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, everyone's kind of busy uh, getting things off to a busy start in 2021. Usually we uh we get that post Christmas slowdown in yeah, uh, in my area. Well, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I we just haven't seemed to have that yet. So I'm 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 working lots, but it's okay. I like it. Well, I mean, yeah, I was just gonna say in Ontario at least, like it's not like there's anything to do but you know work, go to the grocery store, and uh, chill pretty much. Yeah, man, I can barely even go to the grocery store anymore. That's uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Any pickups this week? Nothing I'm gonna share right now, but I did, like I mentioned before the pod, I I, uh, I made an acquisition, and when it comes in the mail, I'll show it to you guys. I think Jason's really gonna fuck with it. It is a collab sneaker, and it is something super limited. So my hypothesis is that it's the SpongeBob Tims to all the listeners, because we've been talking about those for a few weeks. I think he got the SpongeBob Tims. I guess he'll I have to prove me when they come in. He says super limited. I don't know how limited those were, but <laughs> <laughs> anybody else pick us this week? Anything coming? Lost a bid war. So I'm you lost a bid war. Talk to me. Uh, I've been watching the uh, Daybreak Undercover collab from like I think a year or two ago, maybe yeah. two years ago, in the Obsidian colorway, and they were just dropping on StockX. The last sale was like I think two hundred, so I was like, okay, I think it's safe to put in a bid. And as soon as I did, like five people topped it by like, you know, a dollar, a dollar, a dollar. And I was like, okay, like $5 more. That's fine. I can pay $10 more. And I keep going and going. And then finally someone brought it up to like three fifty, And I was like, yeah, I've been watching it since three fifty, So I have to pass, Ooh, I guess. That, oh, that sucks. So, so you sing, not, not single-handedly, but you and a couple of other people drove up the market share for that shoe. <laughs> Well, I was watching it for months and it was like not selling. The last sale was like, I don't know, four months before I put the bid in. I was like, okay, now's like a good time. And then I got all angry and I went all grailed and I started looking for these shoes again. And no, they're nice. still that expensive. Still didn't get uh, them. Salty. Kijiji, Jalen, because I, I don't know about your size, but I do see those sneakers hit Kijiji like every other month or so. Yeah, I see a lot of the other colorways. I wanted the women's one specifically just because I'd get like one that was true to size, but watching is it. that the yellow one or the green and red joints it's like a navy and it has like a speckle on like the the v part that sticks out it's navy and blue okay, okay. yeah the obsidian colorway if anyone wants to yeah, yeah. shoot it my way say. or just hook it up you know you, you, you gotta hit him with a size fam size that eight women's <laughs> eight women's okay yeah sweet sweet in terms of pickups this week, nothing for myself, but we actually did a little bit of a secret Santa and Jason's gift finally came in that I had got for him only, what, two and a half, three weeks after Christmas. So Merry Christmas. I guess I'll get that to you at some point. I'm not going to say what it is on the pod, but I think you'll like it. <laughs> Yo, Jason's the, the king of late secret Santa gifts. He got a secret Santa gift from our work uh, pretty late this week, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I got it this week, yeah. I think I'll just run that to you after the pod, actually, to be honest, just to get it out of my car. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> so if you're available after the pod. <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling. Fire Anyways, 
I'm moving on small topics this week. In case this is your first time listening, what we typically do here is each co-host is going to bring up a topic to discuss. And at the end, we all discuss our big topics together. We're going to start with Jalen this week because we actually have two Jordan threes in the mix. So I will let you speak first. From the last pod, I was mentioning that I don't have any other threes and I just got my first pair and now they're just popping up and catching my eye. And these ones came up. They're the Russ Pink Air Jordan threes. And I don't have any other pink shoes, I don't think. No, that's a lie. I have other pink shoes. But these ones are nice. They have like a neon pink hit on them. They're like a nice muted pink. Otherwise, they're giving me a Laylee May 6 vibes, which I also mm. don't have and also want. And now apparently I have threes. So I feel like I need these now. Um, I don't know if they're, I don't think it said, at least the Instagram post didn't say if it was, a women's or if it's yeah, going to be in a full-size run? Is it? Yeah, okay. up at the top, women's exclusive. Oh, nice. Okay. The Instagram post didn't have it when I put the link up, but that's exciting. It'll probably still come in a full-size run. So, you know, that's not special, but hoping to get these. I actually, before the pod, I saw the laser orange were sitting at Foot Locker still, and I was tempted what? to get those. And then this came up and I was like, okay, I'm gonna hold off. Maybe these ones will be the ones. Wait, 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 Jalen, really? Like, there's, they're their own? Yeah, in my size, too. And I was like, do I sit on these? I, wait. You should cough them, Jalen. Oh, Jalen, if I'm new, I'm forgetting about these very quickly and getting the laser oranges because they're God. much better. I am. Like, worst case scenario, Jalen, just, just don't un-DS them and then, you know, like, flip them. Yeah, you will make money off those if you if decide you, to change your mind. decide to change your mind. But, like, while the size is there and you have sizing issues, like. Uh, it's true. You also need to be reminded of how good they are. I'm pretty sure you can. No, I know. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we we just talked about that last episode. So. Yeah, okay, I know. Next like, week, then we'll see. If <laughs> you want to Dad, he has one. I saw him wear them the other day. Yeah, we're going to be looking at them during the rest of the pod. So, uh, coming back to the uh, rusty pink shoes, I don't know why, but like maybe it's just because the three and the four are similar silhouettes, but like. I saw these and I immediately thought like, oh, is this the second place prize for if you couldn't get the Union to join fours last year? Honestly, you're still speaking to me because if this is the consolation, I'm also there for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's very hard to go wrong with a three, especially like the elephant print three in various colorways. But yeah, if this sneaker is available and you can get it in your size, all the power to you. It's funny because I've always really resonated with the three as a model. I just don't like it on my foot, which mm -hmm. is unfortunate because there's a lot of threes that I would really love to have in the collection, but I just know I won't wear them. I think if you take away the neon hits on these, these are really cool. Like that dusty pink suede or nubuck, whatever it is, is super cool. The pink integration into the elephant print is fire IMO. I don't think these will be overly hard to acquire. I don't know. Don't quote me. But yeah, super cool shoe. Not mad at it. Well, if the lasers are a base model to compare to, because that's like another women's three, then probably not too hard for us in Toronto. Yeah, those for sure. Cities. Yeah. Well, I know they had raffles for the uh, for the laser oranges, but I mean, I don't really understand why. I guess it just the demand wasn't there. But Holtz and other stores were doing raffles for them originally. But yeah, they ended up sitting, and I don't know why, because they've they're both really great shoes. So like I said, those laser oranges are. I, I want yeah. those badly. 
So just a big clown energy. They're not available in my size, but they are available in a 12 and a 13 women's, if that means anything to you guys. Oh, no, that's my yeah. size. <laughs> oh, no. Not mine. Yeah, that's It's not fine. Me. I'm still waiting for either the UNC threes or the uh, Animal Instinct threes. So I'm good. Cool. Well, moving on to some high design of fashion. Jason, talk to us about some Boris Bajan Solomons. You know, this is funny because I think Boris Bajan is fucking trash. Like, uh, <laughs> terrible, but uh, the shoes are so good. I don't know if you guys can resonate with that or whatever, but Boris <laughs> Bajan is like, I don't know, B Boris Bajan Saberi or something is his name. Yeah, he's uh, probably some Eastern European dude or whatever. Designer, obviously. All his clothes are very super fitted and like asymmetrical and like very grunge vibe. But then for some reason, his shoes are just, I guess the shoes have a similar vibe, but the shoes are just so good, man. Got a long recurring collaboration with the good folks over at uh, Solomon. They've been doing this for quite a while now, dropping several releases each year. The distinct kind of thing about, about the releases that uh, Solomon does with, with Boris is, well, I think first off, almost all the models that Boris works on are like, exclusives or designed by him i'm not sure but for the most part they're like unique models that he works on and then in addition to that everything or almost all the the collaborations and shoes have seemed uh, seem to be what they call object dyed so obviously the shoe is made and then after the fact i think i've read somewhere all the shoes are like taken to italy or something like that and they're dip dyed by hand or whatever object dyed whatever process they do I'd imagine, you know, for the different shoes and different releases, they'll do different things. But yeah, you often get a, a you know, the result is a really cool kind of patterning of color and I don't know, faded effect, whatever you want to call it. But uh, for the most part, it looks really good across the just uh, offering of shoes he has. What I'm specifically talking about today is a collab that Solomon and Boris did with, I guess this is a three-way collab with Footlocker's uh, incubator, basically, which is called Greenhouse. I discovered, kind of stumbled across Greenhouse, like maybe about last year. It's only been like a thing for a couple of years now, I think. But essentially, it is Footlocker's like special projects, if you will. That's what they call it. We'll, we'll call it that. And it's just them basically working with a bunch of different brands doing, you know, a special project, obviously, and creating some really cool stuff. So some other examples that have been under the greenhouse umbrella are like, I know last year there was a uh, Paperboy X New Balance collaboration that was under the greenhouse umbrella, part of the greenhouse initiative thing. Uh, Puma just recently did one with some other European brand, again, under the kind of greenhouse incubator umbrella, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. A really cool kind of like app. I keep calling it an incubator. I don't know, a special project team, whatever you want to call it. I was quite surprised when I initially saw them working with Solomon and Boris because, you know, Foot Locker, eh, for the most part, is, you know, you're pretty GR standard stuff. I guess the whole point of this, you know, branch of them is to do more special cool things, you know, and kind of put them in a different light. But I was very surprised to see Solomon and Boris working with, with this, you know, through this project. Super dope. The product itself is a pair of Bamba 2 Highs. Specifically, I think they're all Gore-Tex. I'm not sure, but these are Gore-Tex for sure. And then another, the other pair of shoes is a boot. 
like a pretty tactical looking boot. And then of course there's a little bit of apparel in the collection, what they did, but no one gives a shit. It's garbage. Don't worry about it, guys. The shoes stunning. They've seem to be some kind of like algae green, like over dye the dyeing they did. I'm a really big fan of the Bomba two. I've always been a big fan of this silhouette. They've done it several times now, but um, this colorway is particularly striking. We got some great like contrast between the black and like the like sky blue and the like um, light green, some like kelp sagey greens. Um, the colors are great here and the shoes are great. So yeah, check it out guys. I It's weird. Like I find myself weirdly into different components of each pair, like on the boots. I really like this. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Like this, like, paint on a shirt toe aesthetic in the t on the toe box areas and on the outsole like i i really fuck with like everything about the outsole of the boots i've always like not liked boots that uh have too much lacing involved so that's just naturally turned me off. okay totally fair yeah and then on the sneakers which i'm gonna say i just thought were rain boots too when i first saw it it seems like one of those high fashion things that maybe i'm too big of an uncultured swine to appreciate but <laughs> not 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 my vibe yeah, totally. No, that's fair. I also just don't think like I, I'm a big guy and I can't see a big guy being able to uh, to give these justice or vice versa. I feel that like along with the rest of the clothing, it's kind of like a very like slim, like, you know, slick vibe. I feel you. Yeah. Boots would probably look way better on you for sure. For sure. Jason, you want to hold your pair up closer to the camera so we can all see the effects oh, of the midsole sure. dye? Because I think I gears have the same effect, right? I have a pair from, like, this is just, like, not this collab. It's, like I said, like, Solomon's done so many pairs with Sal, uh, with Boris. And it's mm. hard to tell my lighting's kind of crappy here, guys. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, this is just some, like, over-dyed thing. It just looks super, like, dirty, really. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can... <laughs> that you know like that vibe on this you really it really comes through on the soul kind of i see like the color takes to certain areas and not to other areas and stuff but but yeah you got the for a steal too yeah i got these first the thing yeah i got these for a great deal because these shoes are very very overpriced the thing that really strikes me about is just the, the silhouettes are all so good and unique in my opinion man like you're not coming across like oh i guess you can find if you look hard but not other brands are like I feel putting out like the degree of technical, like just crazy and just like original stuff that uh, Solomon and Boris um, have been and are continuing to put out, man. Always. Uh, what, what model is that that you just showed us on camera again? That might be a Bomba Five. I'm not sure. All right. Yeah, I, I've been looking for a pair of Solomons to add to the list. I just uh, I can't. Have you checked on like Lesson Seven and Essence Man? There's some like really cheap pairs. You can get pairs for like 110 dollars CAD right now. I checked on Lesson Seven and Essence like after Boxing Day, and I didn't see anything that I overly liked. But maybe I'll give it okay. another shot. But yeah, give me another shot. Are you just looking for like like just some low cuts or what? Uh, ideally low cuts, yeah. Uh, Nomad Toronto also has a lot of good Solomon steals right now. Shouts out Nomad Toronto. Yeah, I check there too. Yeah, sure. check out as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm more or less just more looking for a silhouette to follow. Like, I might not pull the trigger right now, but like, you know, sure. something to add to the list. But yeah. yeah, no, that's a good way to kind of dip your toes into it for sure. Well, I think we can all agree that the easiest way to kill the hype on any model, no matter how hyped it may be, is to offer up a buy you customization program. <laughs> Nike did that this week with their Nike Dunk Low buy you, or they're calling it the Dunk Low 365 program. And if you ask me, this entire release was just one big fat L and Nabil is going to tell you why. 
a little bit different from what we usually do for the listeners. Usually, like, we have some professionally written article or something to reference. This was just kind of brought to my attention through a Reddit post. And afterwards, I just, like, did my own little bit of research. Honestly, all I did was look up Nike Dunklo 365 on eBay. And it's just been ridiculous because as far as I know, and again, correct me if anyone thinks or knows that I'm wrong on something, please feel free to correct us on Instagram or something or call us out. But the Nike Low Bayou or Nike Low 365 program launched, I think, in the past week or week and a half in the U.S. I don't think it's come to Canada as far as we know. And the retail cost was 120 U.S. plus tax wherever you live in the U.S. People are on eBay selling this for like three times the price. Like it, I'm showing the team a screen share right now of like all the different prices on eBay. And obviously the prices are compared to Canadian, but they're usually around 300, 350 USD. And then compared to CAD, it's around 500. And yeah, it's just like, it's crazy to me that people are actually like, selling and also even crazy that people are buying so right now you guys see how we only see 12 results i dare mm. you guys this number was 20 something when i looked at it earlier today so that means some like eight pairs of these have either bought been bought or taken down and if mm. they're not haven't been bought i don't know why, i don't know why they haven't been taken down right i don't know like this is just crazy to me and like in all fairness one of these posts is a bid so someone purposely drove up the price to, to this so that's gonna be ignored but like people are starting it at like 600 400 cad which is just fucking crazy to me is it okay yeah. if i sound off real quick because i've got some go for it go for it go for it okay cool so um by you programs in general or nike id as it used to be called uh, i've always been a big fan of i've never actually personally bought anything from a Bayou or ID program, but I think it's super awesome that Nike opens up these options for people that may want to, you know, create a model that they've envisioned in their head that isn't necessarily available for retail. So shouts out to them, especially with the dunk. I think this is huge, you know, and as a program, I don't have any issue with it. I don't have any issue with people purchasing dunks off a Nike Bayou program by any means. So I want to set the record straight there. Uh, what I do have an issue with is when I go on eBay and I see a custom made pair of 7-Eleven dunks that some 12 year old made on Nike Bayou and is charging $800 for, you're a loser. Get a life. So Thanks. I'm just going to preface that. Like people like this are just like the reason that I sometimes hate the shoe game with a passion. I mean, Nabil's scrolling past right now. You've got somebody that's made a Nike Bayou custom 7-Eleven, 683 CAD plus 40 shipping. Like, who do you think you are? I, I want to say this as like, I'm trying, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I, this may come across as humor or a joke, but like, I'm kind of serious. I just think it's super pathetic. And the fact that, you know, I obviously like, you know, buy, sell, supply and demand with the aftermarket. Like, I think this is a very different concept than like your average reseller grabbing 10 pairs of mochas and selling above market. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just like, you're, I don't know. It just makes me so angry when somebody just like spends 10 seconds making some bullshit design on by you and you throw it up on eBay, expecting somebody to buy it for $700. Like, no, get out of here. It's like, do something else. Facts. Like let somebody who actually wants to own the shoe make it. And obviously I'm, you know, oh, I'm, I'm naive to think that, you know, a reseller is going to leave a pair online for some, for some kid to buy. I, I understand that, but it's just like half of these colors are trash. 
somebody just that's... goes and makes some shitty rendition of a Chicago dunk that dropped earlier this year and they think they're a Nike designer and feel like they have the right to charge $800 for a shoe. Oh, look right here. We've got a, we've got a fragment. We've got a fragment dunk in a 9.5. Guess what? They look nothing like fragments and you're charging 400 us for them. So there's my rent. Yeah. yeah I was just going to say all the pairs that I'm seeing, like all the pairs that you see are just people trying to copy like other, you know, the only pair oh, yeah. that I even remotely was tempted to make I, I did peruse the color options and whatnot beforehand, but it was, was, I really wanted to maybe, I was thinking about making a pair of the molders, but they're an SB. So that would already be weird, but that's just like a basic white dunk with a blue swoosh. I think that would have been pretty cool. That's always a pair that I've wanted, but they're exorbitantly expensive. So I think that this program would have been, you know, it serves as a great alternative to people who may not be able to afford, you know, let's say a Chicago dunk and want to make one that closely resembles that of the actual model for themselves. And you know what? All the power to you. I think that's really cool. I don't think there's anything wrong with going and trying to mimic a real colorway and buying it to wear. But I, I just think people have no right to go and sell these customs for 900 plus dollars. It's ridiculous. Customs. So there's my rant. Um, Jason, I, I definitely want to hear more about your thoughts, but just for the record for the listeners, the uh, the fragment colorway that, that Brett was just talking about, like, okay, it's so easy to make fragments on Nike ID, but this guy had fucked up because he didn't give the, the toe box like a white toe box. He was too busy thinking about all the money he wanted to make. Yeah, so this is a really important thing to bring up is as you can see here is all the toe boxes are the same as the... Um, yeah. Fucking oh, okay. or something is so like we were saying and like you know we talked about yo the id the nike id is coming to you know whatever nike.com.ca we talked about it maybe two three pods ago and one of the things that we immediately brought up i'm pretty sure nabil mentioned this was we're gonna i'd be curious as to see what kind of restrictions nike imposes such that you can't make that you can't mm -hmm. do the the goat nike uh color blocking there's the goaded yeah color blocking we all know what it is it's just fucking jordan ones and dunks all right yeah. and you just like take a color and you make the toe box white and you make the other panel white, and you make the swoosh the same color as the the the, the not white part of the toe box and there you go it's gonna instantly sell like that's nike the, I, like that's the formula you know what i'm saying the university color blocking you apply that to fucking anything nike and it's going it's flying you know what i mean yeah i guess when we first talked about it i thought the restriction would be on the exact colors that you could use like i thought they'd give us some like Right. God, ugly colors that wouldn't be any what resemblant of like other colorways of the duck. Yeah. 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 So these are all bank university releases or whatever, but like the toe box and the vamp or whatever, whatever. I don't know what's called. It's killing me right now, but is the same color because they don't let you, you know, obviously make your other ones. So yeah, everything here is a bootleg Chicago, a bootleg 7 Eleven, a bootleg like Futang Low or whatever. Like it's just like. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> that was really clever. Who saying? Oh, I've heard it before. I can't take that. What was I going to say? Yeah, you know what? I would have liked to have I, like uh, you guys are saying, it'd be cool if even some of these ones on eBay were just something a little more creative. Like, just do something that's not a Nike colorway already. They, they could have avoided the hype and people wouldn't have like overbought on them. And who knows? Like, anyone like who's like not 
either not that into dunks or buying their first dunk for the first time could probably have gotten them a lot easier than correct than it currently is. Like that's, that's exactly that was exactly the point of my rant. Yeah, like that's what I thought Nike was going to do, and I'm heavily, heavily disappointed. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, like I don't know. Like I, I can't think of the exact colors, but like if they had come up with some colors that like weren't used in any of the hype. Oh, uh, okay. Shoes, I see so what you're trying to say, bro, for sure. But at that point, like, there's nothing. I don't know. I just yeah, feel like correct. I'm, and I, I don't think you can. And you know, Nabil, I, I definitely get it. I just don't think you can blame Nike for this because this. I, I, I really think at the end of the day, like, this probably would have happened no matter what colorways you release. And yeah. naturally, you want to cater to you know what the consumer wants, and the consumer wants colors that can give them a product that is as close to the real thing as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't blame Nike. I just blame people that think that they're Nike designers by making customs online with the intent to sell for four hundred percent profit. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. When they do these uh, ID programs or the Buy You program, like they're limited. Obviously, Correct. Right. Yeah, awesome. So. I thought so too. Yeah, I'm. I was under. I'm assuming if you were on dot com right now, like this Dunk three sixty five would be like quote unquote sold out. It's not there a few days ago. Okay. Yeah, I did. I, you can do the Air Force Ones all the time, though, can't you? Yeah, I, or I see yeah. that there all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they a lot of models. They change, the, they change the color options every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah, yeah. Like I know right now, like you're saying, Jalen, uh, the Pendleton, like they have Pendleton materials available for you to yeah, work yeah. with on the one. That's a big thing. That's pretty cool. I've seen all all summer. I was uh, before I got banned um, or blocked by Hidden New York. Their feed was was just custom Air Forces done by like some fucking guy who works for them or something. It's like okay, great guys. You, was, you, it, was it just Nike IDs? Yeah, it's just all Nike IDs. It's just like owns, and then you throw like another tone on the swoosh, like, and then you, bro. I don't know. Whatever. It's all good. Great shit. Cool shit. Yeah, the dunks. I guess the they. I think it's just the popular shit. They'll leave maybe like you're saying, Jalen. Like the forces, they'll leave up all the time for you to work on and just change up the materials and stuff. I don't know. I feel like Nike always just like, oh, we do what we want, and like you guys just kind of fucking deal with it, and everyone just does because like everyone works. Everyone's got the swoosh so far down their throat all the time. It's nuts, you know. <laughs> I mean, they were they were okay with. Um, I forgot which Kyrie was. It was either Kyrie five or Kyrie six, but when, the one that you can make it look like the Easy Twos. Uh, yeah. That was yeah, was, yeah. Cool. That was all right, and yeah, like, Jason cool. and I were both like considering topping that at one point. I'm like, bro, I'm not spending $330 for yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. We made like the plot. You can make the solars, the plots, and they yeah, have you can make all, you can make all of them. I mean, you yeah, can I always did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right, just in line. Like, I don't know, as a customer, if someone approached me with one of these fake dunks and said. Hey, can you color the toe box white? Like, nah. I would be a little upset with oh, that, and I, well, it'd be a no. But I, I don't know. It's so weird to know that people are buying these six hundred dollar not real customs, and then people are also really surprised when a custom from a customizer costs like that much. So, like, I, that's a good point, man. You know what? I, I don't know. I hope like, like these are all up on eBay. And like you said, Nabs, like you've seen less like listings than you did before, but I really hope like these are just people like putting moonshot up here and like no one fucking buys this shit. But like <laughs> Jalen, like you just said, man, getting a custom and then taking that custom. Well, I guess it's a custom. I might be ID custom. 
And then taking that custom to a customizer to get it further customed is hilarious and crazy. See, if somebody came to me, if I was a customizer, I and they're like, oh, you know, I got these... I got these fragment by you dunks and like, you know, the only option was to do a black toe box. Like, can you give me a white toe box? I would say yes. And then I just use like white out or something. <laughs> Honestly, if we're being real, just because like, that's what these people deserve. But, but, but I will interject. If they come to you with the intent of wearing this as a personal pair, completely different story. That's not what I mean. If they're like, I've got this sale set up where I'm selling these for $700 on eBay. Like I need the white toe box to, to shoot the value up. Yeah, I'm using white out on your shoes and I'm not saying sorry. Yeah, I'm just using bleach on your shoes, fam. Uh, yeah, my whole shoe. I mean, Nabil and Jason, I think, know this, but Brett, before we started doing the pot, I got somebody that brought me a pair of like Jordan 1 mids and they were kind of orange. They weren't even really orange. They're like a reddish orange. And they're like, can you make these into like a shattered backboard colorway? because the shadow backwards are too expensive. Mm. And the actual process of whiting out something takes mm. a long time, especially if it's from black or something dark. So oh, yeah, sure. I told him, I was like, this is going to take a while, like just in coats and layers, like, and I count that time. And he yeah. was surprised at how much it costs because he was like, it's just to making it white. He ended up paying me for it still, but he was like pissy about it. And yeah, like, it takes a long time. Yeah, I mean, there's labor involved there too, for sure. And like I said, that's got to be like multiple applications. If he gives you like a black shoe or, you know, mm -hmm. anything that's super far from the color you need, obviously that's going to take a lot of time. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember yeah. what color of mids they were? Corally orange. They weren't even really orange. And I asked him, I was like, do you want these actually orange? He's like, no, nah, those are like orange. And I was like, okay, so you obviously don't know or really yeah. value the shattered backboards. You just want yeah. the look, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. If You know, that's it. But this isn't hype. This isn't like. I feel like the this? job could have been easier if it was a different pair of mids, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad you brought this up, Jalen, because I, I can't find the posting. I, I I think it already sold, but essentially someone had customized an all white pair of dunks and made them look like the chunky dunkies, but like just painted over it, no material changes or anything. And okay, I think that's they, cool. And they yeah. were selling it on eBay for I want to say somewhere around two fifty to three hundred CAD. What's your opinion on that? That's cool. I'm fine with that. Because yeah, that's, that's, like, that's like not $800. Yeah. You know what Even I mean? Then, you also painted those yourself. You put the time in. There, there's a yeah. big difference there between clicking on orange on Bayou and sitting down and hand painting a shoe. If you want to charge five $600 for a custom you put 30, 40 hours into, you won't hear a peep out of me. Yeah. All the power to you. That is a absolutely, completely absolutely. different story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is getting way too heated. So I'm going to move on if everybody's okay with a lot of friends in the past 10 minutes. Jason, do you have anything you want to add? Because I want to hear all the heat. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. We flamed Nike enough. I already said everyone's got the swoosh down their throat. I think that's enough for today. We're showing them a lot of love today too. And speaking of which, let's get into our next segment. Let's give Nike some love with some more Jordan. Absolutely. Well, oh. nonetheless, but uh, transitioning back towards Jordan brand, uh, we have got official pictures from Z sneakerheads of the Jordan three. I think they're just calling it the Georgetown or the, the midnight Navy. 
you know, that you're not fooling anybody. This is clearly a GR version of the Georgetown Hoya uh, PE Jordan 3s, which is easily one of my favorite Jordan sub 10 Jordan PEs of all time. I don't care what anybody else has to say. I think this is one of the best Jordan releases of the year. I will be purchasing these. Jason, you can you can hold me to it if you want. You can write it on your calendar. I will be purchasing these. Uh, I think it's so hard, Brett. I'm holding you to this stupid hard. Are you ready? Please do. Please do. Please do. I will say the only way that this won't happen. I, this is me, you know, based on the fact that I think that these won't go for exorbitant amount, exorbitant amounts on the aftermarket. If I can pick these up with semi ease, definitely will be purchasing. I think these are so cool. Like I said previously, I do not like threes on my feet, but these are a must. That navy hit, that tumbled leather. These are so good. I don't know what it is. It's just the subtlety of the shoe itself. These are super wearable. Yeah, these are phenomenal. I'm I'm a huge fan. What do we all think about these? I'm always here for a pair of threes. Small tangent on this. I don't understand why a lot of Jordan purists get upset when the university colorways of the of a Jordan retro come back out like this because in my opinion, it's okay because it doesn't have like the school's logo on the tongue like the OGPE does. So it's still a, clearly a different shoe. It's just something for the masses to enjoy. Like I don't personally know anyone, but I know there's someone on the internet out there that will be mad that may have like the original PE that will be like, oh, why the fuck is Nike re-releasing this? Blah, well, blah, blah. You answered your own question by saying Jordan purists. Like that's just who they are, you know? Yeah, but if you're a purist, then you should also acknowledge the details that make the shoe. And those are details that this new version doesn't have. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, sure. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I, I think I'm kind of indifferent on that. I, I think it's a little bit of a different story when you're, quote unquote, a purist that's maybe spent north of five to 10 grand on, let's say, getting a pair of the first thing that comes to mind sure. are the Oregon Fives. I was just going to um, say Oregon Fives. And then last year you have the, you know, I, I don't even, I did they call them the Oregon Fives? I don't know. Oregon Fives. Yeah. Every, everyone did. So it doesn't even matter what they Yeah, correct. So then the GR variant dropped. And you know what? I'm not going to say that it's it's justified, but I can empathize. I can understand where these people are coming from. But at the end of the day, you still have the PE. 99% sure. of the population doesn't. But so it's like all you have to do is turn the shoe around or you have to look at the tongue. And if the UNC logo isn't on the tongue, stop sweating. If the duck isn't on the heel, yeah. chill. It's okay. But exactly. I get it. So I'm not mad. So I'm kind of indifferent. But yeah, these are these are these are super yeah. nice. I'm a fan. I know Brett's been talking about these for like six months, guys. Like these Brett's are so good. Been talking about them since last year. I'll be like, yo, the Navy, yo, bro. I'm gonna, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna age. I'm gonna fake age the minsole, and I'm gonna put cream laces in, bro. Oh. And then I'm gonna put my off-white tag from my off-white Jordans on them, bro. You're upsetting people right now. <laughs> uh, these are nice. Yeah, these are really nice. I'm I'm a big blue guy. I like the color blue a lot. Um, so these are cool. I'm trying. And to it's think a subtle blue too. It's not like a. Yeah, like yeah. A, you know what? I was gonna say, what vibe are these giving me? And it's a it's a Yankee vibe. This uh, like this looks like a Gita yeah. really. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. You feel that? Yeah. yeah. Totally fair. Cool. No, they're good, man. Yeah. As for I, Brett, I don't think they're going to be. I feel like they should be okay to get hands on, like considering yeah. 
oranges and you know other potentially perceived hype releases kind of sat i think these should probably chill i don't know i feel like people don't fuck with navy that much i don't know threes threes in general i feel don't do well initially at least on the aftermarket like you know a perfect example is even the frags like you could pick up the fragment threes for like 480 to like 500 picad which i know is a lot of money but relatively speaking for the lightning bolt on the heel that's pretty affordable so it's I can't really think of the last three that dropped that was like immediately too expensive to acquire. Like even the black cements, like those were like, you know, $30, $40 above retail for like five months. And they sat at Foot Locker for like at least a month. Cause I remember yeah. we went downtown four or five, we go every weekend and mm -hmm. we saw those on shelves for like the first, probably I'd say at least a month. And I don't understand. Cause that's a phenomenal shoe. That's they, they should be bought. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like threes aren't necessarily a shoe that people are, are, are looking for um, off the bat, which I don't understand because it's a great model. And yeah, I mean, hey, people keep sleeping on these because I want them. That's terrible. You're telling me that if I switch over from fours to threes, I'm going to get more Ws because... You, you already know You found laser threes in the mall today, for Christ's That's sake. True. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, moving on to the big topic this week. As we all know, we are amidst the new year, and we're going to be talking today a little bit about projections, predictions, what we think this year is going to look like in the world of sneakers and beyond. Yeah, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to start with Nabs. He had a lot to say before the podcast. What are your thoughts about 2021, man? I broke up my predictions sort of by brand because it was just an easy way to organize my thoughts for the topic. So let's service the hype beast for once. And I guess this whole episode has been servicing the hype beast because of all the Nike talk. So Nike obviously had a pretty good year last year due to, in no small part, the resurgence of Nike SB and their partner collaborations with brands such as Off-White, Sakai, and Union. I fully expect Nike to keep pressing the down the gas on what they know best, which means more collabs, more Nike SB, more Nike Dunks, more retro Jordans, as we've been discussing for over half this episode. And yeah, and probably at least five or six Jordan 1 colorways. However, I do think that it'll be interesting to see how sneakerheads react to the Trophy Room Air Jordan 1 release and see who gets that and how many they actually end up dropping. I'm 100% sure there's going to be a bunch of Air Force 1s that'll be underrated that will catch my mm. eye. Two things that I think has the potential to hit on the top 2021 20, sneakers list could be the rumored Air Max that Nike is doing with Clot, which I think it could just be a retro of a previous collab, but it's still hyped no matter what. And also whatever Nike's cooking up with the Sakai and Fragment collab. I haven't seen too many images of that, so I'm not too sure. It's definitely a hype sneaker recipe, but execution is everything. On the flip side of that coin, I think we might start seeing a decline of Travis Scott hype this year, which I know is an unpopular opinion, but this is purely based on the uh, internet's initial reaction to a mock-up of Travis Scott uh, Jordan 1 Low in a UNC colorway. And it's definitely one of my, this is definitely like one of my wilder predictions. So could you say that maybe it's not lit? <laughs> the Ranger uh, me again in nine months <laughs> <laughs> no um actually i saw those mock-ups too recently and i think there were actually images of him kind of like getting into his car in a real pair as well um yeah. it seems like every single time that he 
you know, candidly previews one of these shoes, it's usually a pretty good indicator that you're going to see a wider release. Um, it's like every time you see him in one of these unreleased pairs, they always seem to drop in the near future afterwards. So I, I definitely see those one lows dropping. It's definitely my least favorite of the bunch. I don't think they're horrendous. Um, I don't think I'd ever wear them. I also think that the original one lows, like the brown, uh, red and black pair were tenfold better. Still actually personally still my favorite of the, of all of his collaborations with Nike so far. The lows? Uh, the original lows. Yeah. You like the lows really? better than the highs. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, absolutely. Ugh. Wait, What? Oh yeah, it's not even out close. Of, out of everything he's done with Nike, you pick the Jordan One lows. What do you pick? The Jordan Fours, bro. At all? No, I think Brett's just saying highs versus lows of the one. Oh no, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying all of his collaborations with Nike. Oh, you're saying everything. Sorry, okay, my bad. I'm I'm talking yeah. about everything. Jason, uh, continue road. the road. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, my my favorite is the Jordan Fours personally. I'm not mad at that. It's just a the little loud. The GR one. No, he's saying well, no, 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 no. He's I, saying he's saying that there's sample pairs like purple and brown pairs. Yeah, I'm not talking about the F and F's one. Like, are you talking about F and F's? No, obviously not. We're only talking about, talking about the blue oh, one. a whole different story. I'm talking about the blue ones. We're not, My we're not talking. Changes. Okay, I know, I know, because those purple and brown ones are fucking. But it actually. Okay. Subject of those, sorry, those friends and family fours. Uh, it, I keep uh, seeing Nike's releasing some mocha i don't know what it is some fucking ronnie feig word for a color um yeah it's like some smoke gray for yes, that, that are supposed to be basically the friends oh. and family fours but with a like white soul or something and they look so good, good. yeah so good. Talking about, yeah N not better than the mushrooms but anyway let's continue what's your uh, favorite what's your favorite travis shoe every the four jalen what about you yes mushrooms. no no no, no. <laughs> oh, i mean no, the I mean, actual travis scott oh shoe, i right? heard <laughs> Uh, the, highs. The, the one high is your favorite yeah, tribe. Yeah. Okay. So See? before we go back to the original conversation here, I got to ask, cause everybody has like a specific taste for the highs. What laces are you putting in them? Oh, interesting. Okay. Cause they have like five sets of laces. I yeah, think. I, yeah. I'm probably going pink. I'm going pink. Yeah. I'm, going I'm going pink if we're talking okay, about cool. the Jordan. So I'm we've all agreed cool. on something. So I think that's great. We should really, we should move on from here. Cause that's rare. Uh, okay. But my answer is the sixes. Sure. You guys, Ask me. My favorite's the six. Okay. Cheers. Yeah, the sixes will be my second. A very close yeah. second. Jason needs that stash pocket in real life, though. Let's not talk about why. But anyway, <laughs> like pockets on everything, Jason. <laughs> oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. Definitely going to be an interesting year for Travis Scott and Nike. And um, moving on on the Adidas side, so mm. I definitely think Adidas is going to be the brand to watch this year, mostly for two reasons, and you guys could probably easily guess one of them. But first, the fact that we still have a whole second half of the A to ZX collection to see in the near future. And right now, at least, we have no reason to believe that they haven't saved some real bangers uh, to mm. surprise us with uh, before leaving off the event. And secondarily, the fact that now Jerry Lorenzo is Team Three Stripes. So granted, mm. Jerry only signed, officially signed on last month, and he's probably, and he's only on the basketball design team he's probably not going to have like a fear of God shoe come out with Adidas this year, like depending on manufacturing and all those things and planning. If we're lucky, we'll be able to see some images, but we'll see. But I'm really hoping that Jerry's new position helps influence uh, designs dropping in 2021 uh, to be in a 
better direction, let's say. I think even Jerry working with Kanye or even Pharrell on a sneaker would be insane. But again, I'm doubtful we'd be able to see a physical product from that before the end of the year, unless Adidas really uh, sped up their manufacturing. But we'll see. Next is New Balance. I don't really know what to expect from New Balance in terms of sneaker models and silhouettes. However, I don't see the New Balance hype dying down. It's something that hypebeasts just start to dip their toes into uh, in 2020 and particularly with the popularity of the 992. That seems to be strongly influenced also by celebrity influencers. And from what I've seen, celebrities who choose to rock New Balance have either done so for a long time or they seem like they're strongly committed to rocking New Balances. Hence, that just might be another route for the brand to go through, uh, grow through. I do think that on the basketball performance side, they might have taken a hit with decrease in popularity that uh, Kawhi Leonard now has ever since the end of the last NBA season. But that's another conversation. And then, like, really quickly, that, that, that was the bulk of my thoughts, but I do have a few cliff notes on other things. Puma will probably continue to sign on more athletes or musicians onto the brand and or release more dad shoes. Not too mad at that personally, but I'd like to see them make some bigger moves. Leaning will probably start to tease if not release their Jimmy Butler shoe later this year. And it's something that I personally have high hopes for just because Jimmy has some really good taste. Reebok, I expect, will keep will continue popping out their legacy models. But personally, I'm more excited to see what becomes of the Master P Baron Davis bid for the company from Adidas. Uh, if you haven't heard about that piece of news, go listen to our last episode of the podcast. That's kind of my rant on everything 2021 so far. Very thorough. I told you, I had a lot of thoughts to put. You did have a lot of thoughts. I love it, Nabs. I agree. I was definitely, I'm just making some notes on the side here about what I want to talk about. And I was definitely going to, of course, bring up Jerry on Adidas. Like, we can't, we can't not talk about that, of course. Um, you know, blockbuster signing in the past like month or so but like you say i feel like next year will be maybe a little quick to see like an actual shoe by him of course um yeah imagine they're gonna get him involved as much as they can from marketing to you know maybe just colorways of existing shoes and like you say it would be freaking amazing to see him link up with his you know like the with the with his buddy kanye man i think that would be phenomenal if he did some stuff with yeezy i don't know how segmented yeezy and adidas is so that would be well i mean uh kanye came out with uh, yeezy quantum and yeezy basketball last year right so anything new on that front maybe jerry could be involved right right yeah but i just mean like like how tied adidas and yeezy actually are you know from like a like a business standpoint and whatever so just but yeah whatever yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, just also to build off, I was just going to agree with you absolutely on the New Balance front. I think New Balance has had a crazy, awesome year where they've, you know, picked up some real steam and and recognition. And I can only imagine they're going to be trying to keep that same energy essentially in 2021 with, you know, a slew of more collabs, like high profile collabs and phenomenal colorways. I'm also really interested to see what they have in store with uh, Jack Harlow. So that would be cool. Jack Harlow is just like an up-and-coming rapper from Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken, recently signed to New Balance, which is kind of, you know, a big deal, kind of a first, uh, especially in the rap game. Um, you know, you don't often see people in the rap game, you know, championing um, and showing love to New Balance. That's kind of rare. I know the DMV area, you know, Washington, D.C. and all that, They like Virginia, has a history of, 
you know, their dope dealers running the new balances so they can stand on the corners all day. But for the most part, uh, the new balance, I don't think is too rooted in, you know, hip hop culture or whatever, if you will. Uh, so it'd be uh, awesome to see what they do with, with Jack Harlow, uh, just moving that forward. No, sure. I agree. He's, uh, I was watching his episode of sneaker shopping a few weeks yeah. ago, uh, with complex shuts on complex JLP. And, uh, he seemed like a super, just well-rooted guy, industry man, super wholesome. I really liked him. Super genuine guy. Uh, and he seems really funny, quite the eclectic character. So all the praise to him. I hope he gets all of the new balance clout in this upcoming year. Cause he damn well deserves it. Fucking A. You know, and kind of going back to Nab's point about Jerry joining Adidas, uh, I think that's really, you know, that's kind of a focal point of everybody's predictions for this upcoming year. That was huge news. You know, I know we talked about this a lot last week, but just fun fact for a lot of listeners on the pod, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but um, Jerry actually had a very strong influence on the original mock-up design for the Easy 750s. Uh, he actually helped Kanye with his creative vision for that model. So this isn't actually Jerry's first time, you know, quote unquote, working with Adidas teams. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what he does. Like Nab said, I'm also very intrigued to see if he kind of dips his feet or his creative hands into other kind of, you know, affiliate brands like your Yeezy or um, even... I don't know. Like I'd love to see like a Jerry ZX. It doesn't necessarily have to be a new model. I'd love to see like a Jerry ZX or something like that. Or, you know, I, I mean, we had back in circa 2015, 2016, you know, Kanye and Jerry were arguably the two figures that created the ultra boost hype back in the, you know, 2015, 2016 boost days. So maybe we have like a resurgence of boost courtesy of Jerry Lorenzo, who knows, and that's not talking down on boost tech at all. I think it's like the comfiest shit you can wear. It's just not necessarily as desirable as it was three years ago. I'm sure we can all agree on. Um, so yeah, Jerry to Adidas is definitely something that I have my eyes on, but kind of broadening my scope and, you know, footwear in general in 2021, I really see a big transition towards, uh, hiking footwear and technical footwear. So whether that be your Roas or your Solomons, um, I see a lot of your quote unquote hypeies gravitating and elevating or evolving into more subtle, uh, models. And like I said, uh, Roa Hiking and Solomon are the two brands that really come to mind. I see a lot of people really wearing those now. Uh, I'm a big fan of Roa. I don't necessarily, I don't have them yet. Uh, I've been looking at a few pairs of Andres boots on Essence. Uh, they're just way too expensive, but definitely something on my list. And I think that kind of just coincides with my personal vision for 2021 too. I really want to dabble more in uh, functional footwear rather than just, you know, Jordans and Nikes like I've been accustomed to up to this point. So that, that kind of makes me want to ask another question. This is tangentially related, but do you guys have any uh, sneaker goals for 2021? Buy less. Um, Buy more? Save money. <laughs> I don't have any sneaker goals. But uh, on that point, Brett, I have here, the first point that I wrote down is trail shoes heating up. So yeah, I agree. I think last year was already kind of the start of that kind of, you know, maybe not transition, but... Uh, appreciation for more technical functional like hiking kind of shoes you know solomon had a great year um i'm trying to think like just a lot of like the big like recognized models from like adidas and stuff kind of were like trail vibe uh shoes like the response hover turfs and stuff 
huge fan of those. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think coming into this year, you're right. We should, we should be see that vibe continue kind of thing of just like the trail shoot. And I think, you know, part of that is definitely um, kind of a, a, a byproduct of the whole like quarantine thing, which is like, okay, now that you have to be inside all the time or whatever, like when you get out, like people want to go like, they want to go out, they want to go hiking, they want to, you know, be out the whole day, or they want to really take advantage of what, like, the outdoors and stuff, and so I feel like you're seeing influence of all kinds of camping gear, whatever, just uh, that style and all that kind of stuff in general, so yeah, hopefully that continues. I'm all over it, man, all over it. Perhaps we see, or this alludes towards a possible resurgence of Nike ACG hype. Maybe we see Nike ACG products fly off the shelf in 2021. Let's be honest. It's not like ACG was was completely quiet this past year. No, absolutely not. I'm just saying it's it's not what the kids wanted necessarily. I know for sure. Yeah, I I, I think what Brett's just trying to say is that like they've never had a hard time selling Nike ACG, but it's not like uh, what you'd see on the fashion magazine. It depends what fashion magazine you're looking at. That's what I'm saying, but. That's fair. That's fair. Absolutely. But yeah, so Jalen's been fairly quiet. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Oh, I was just agreeing all around. I personally have been enjoying seeing all the ZX series like on my feed, and I think that's something to look out for. And I'm actually genuinely excited about because all the models that have came out were surprising to me because I don't normally pay too much attention to Adidas, but all of the pairs that have come out are at least I stopped to look at them for a bit, read up on the story, like, you know, see oh. what's up. I actually, from there, think that more niche sneakers, like more small collabs with like... Obscure brands, stuff like that. Yeah, that. obscure brands, like even even things like the dumb SpongeBob Tims mm-hmm. or the... Hey, Jason, we're commenting here slowly, but sure. things like that. Like, I don't know, just because people are buying things that they actually like now, they're all at home, they're all thinking of, you know, things that they want to buy what they actually you know care about and mm-hmm. more of these like things like the lego uh zx pair that came out like people were really resonating with that because it made them feel like they liked lego again and like things that they actually like so niche collabs uh, is one thing i'm looking forward to i agree on the acg front i was going to say things like hiking or running shoes just because people need reasons to go outside and these are actual exactly. things that they're allowed to do outside and go out for so things like that. I don't know. And I think from what we've seen so far, all the tonal colorways and like all the really muted palettes and stuff that have been coming out, like all the dunks. And then even at the end of the year, the kith stuff that came out, I actually think it's going to get pretty bright moving forward. Like I think it's getting kind of boring and I love the tonal stuff. And I keep saying, or a lot of my picks are always tonal, but all the shoes that I actually own are really bright. And I don't know. I feel like it's going to get kind of boring. Like everyone's releasing another dusty pink kind of colorway or like tornado gray or something like that. Like, I I don't know. It's going to get boring. And there's only so many ways you can say gray. So (laughs) tell that to Ronnie Bob. I was just going to say, are you sure? (laughs) There's so many ways. (laughs) That's all. Yeah. Subject of the runners, Jalen. I'd be remiss if I didn't say anything about ASICs. And I know like this past year, I, you know, I bring up ASICs a decent amount. I definitely mentioned that the Kiko uh, Costadin ASICs recurring collaboration is, you know, coming to an end. Uh, I think they released 
uh, announced and released the, the last shoe, official shoe between the two of them in December at the end of last year. But Kiko, if I'm not mistaken, is staying on as a like curator, you know, consultant kind of role, specifically uh, working with the sports style division, which, you know, obviously is going to be there more like sports style, like uh, life. Uh, what do you want to uh, stuff like the leisure? Yeah, you know, the more fashion forward stuff. Not that just like, yo, this is for you to like shave five seconds off your marathon time, you know, like not that stuff. So I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what a uh, Kiko does like in that new role as a quote unquote sports style curator or whatever, um, how like his impact uh, like changes and affects ASICs differently, uh, as well as I'd imagine like ASICs should be looking for like someone or something, some similar Co recurring collab uh, partnership, uh, you know, to take the place of, of Kiko, you know, Kiko's been doing this for many years. And I imagine, you know, they kind of probably mutually came to, yo, let's, let's you know, stop doing this. I want to do something else. Maybe I want to spend more time doing my own stuff. But of course, they've, you know, fostered a great relationship over the years. So, you know, he's still staying on in some capacity with the company. But um, I'd imagine ASICs would be pursuing hopefully looking into you know another potential you know blockbuster collaboration in some capacity to uh take over from that that very 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 successful um recurring kiko collabs if you go look at some of the first uh collabs that came out with kiko and asics they're like um fragment level like like it's like we're talking like you know ridiculous resale absolutely and uh on the topic of successful collaborations and sneaker predictions for 2021 we had news break yesterday of the 20 by virgil abloh now official so yep really? second rendition of the 10 and we have confirmed the canary jordan ones ah uh, yes oh uh, dropping we've got all yellowish gold uh moma-esque af1s dropping we've got a few more dunks dropping Wow. So there was an ad that Nike and Virgil um, kind of put out collectively, and it was uh, a bunch of heavily pixelated, blurred out images of the shoes with the text still pending atop all the models. So if you look really hard, you can kind of guess what about half of them are, and the other half, you just really have no clue. Um, so if you want to sit down okay. and do some detective work tonight, Jason, uh, or, or the listeners, you can do that too. <clears throat> There's no confirmation as to whether or not it's actually... 20 more shoes or if it's another 10 to create the 20 as a whole uh so nobody right. really knows and there's only about eight shoes that were actually released via images at all so yeah but super interesting stuff i believe the futura dunks futura laboratory dunks are going to be a part of this uh you have the kind of orangey slash bluish tie dye dunks those are really cool uh, you've got the old school kind of dusty UNC color blocking from Futura Laboratories as well. You have, like I said, the all gold MoMA style AF1s. And then you've got kind of a canary yellow with a black midsole, which I think are horrendous and a half. And then the canary Jordan 1s, which I think are super cool. Uh, I, I don't care enough to even remotely try to purchase them because they're going to be too expensive and I wouldn't wear them anyway. But super cool. I know that these were at the, I believe, Museum of Modern Art when he had all of his models displayed on an exhibit, I think, last year. Um, yeah. These were pictured along with the off-white bread fours, which are also a part of this pack for sure, because those were kind of semi-confirmed earlier uh, earlier last year. 
to be releasing at a later date. I actually remember, not to get too far off topic, but the, uh, oh my goodness, somebody help me, but are they called the Vaporflies? The kind of runner model that he dropped as part of the 10? Vaporflies. Yeah. All in the Vaporflies. Yeah. Um, we actually, Jalen and Neville, we were all there uh, at Flippin' Laces. The booth that was directly to the right of us, there was a fellow who had tons and tons and tons <laughs> of PEs. And he actually had the red pair of the, I, I think, one of one uh, red pair of the Vaporflies that were actually at the Museum of Modern Art at Virgil's exhibit sitting in a case. And I remember just looking over and being like, how? I just wanted to ask, how? How did this happen? But anyways, not to get too far off topic, this is definitely um, a headliner for 2021. Yeah, you just reminded me too. Uh, isn't Drake supposed to be dropping some Nike yeah. shoes? Oh, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, the Air Drake. Yeah, the, looks- and we're still. I, I I don't know about you guys. I didn't love what I saw earlier. Uh, no, it's bad. it looks bad. It looks yeah. bad. It's kind of almost like a Air Max 180-ish midsole with like a Primo 95 upper from what I've seen. Um, all the pictures are like very hard to get a good image of. I know there's been a couple pictures of him in the studio with them on. I don't think that, yeah, no, maybe, maybe. Uh, but I know there's pictures that dropped very recently on social media of him like in the studio and like the all white pair. And I wasn't super mad at them. I know he's like super on his like British Roadman theme, which is, you know, ties. I think these shoes tie heavily into like the whole Nocta release. You put the Nocta puffer on with those like Air Drakes and you're just like, you're just good. You know, that's like, that's like the Toronto outfit right there. Honestly, uh, okay, as a Toronto man, they're rolling in their grave. That is the Toronto man outfit. Hold on. As a Toronto man, it's like, how hard is it for our boy just to like tell Nike, like, yo, get me an Air Force One, white or black. Let me put an OVO owl on the heel. Like, it'll sell for a lot. Like, but do you want that? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what the Toronto man's want. That's what so, you want. Though. It's Drake. They want whatever he puts out. I don't know. I, I've always loved the OVO. Logo. I just want something fire with the OVO owl logo. Like, in my opinion, the OVO Tims are also fire if you haven't seen those before. You want some curved bumper Air Force Ones with an owl on the heel? That's what yes, you want? Yes, that's what I want, Shailen. I'm just trying that to live is. my best life. <laughs> you're trying to live your best life in Scarborough. That's where you're living in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you already know. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> so I guess just to kind of conclude this conversation, I wanted to ask you guys all a question. Um, kind of specifically relating to Jordan brand. I think every single year we kind of see Jordan um, really emphasize a certain model. And I think last year was kind of, I don't want to say the year of, but there was a heavy emphasis and a heavy market push on the five. And I was just curious, you know, just obviously we don't really know much at this point. This is all guesswork. But what do we think this year is going to be Jordan's brand's kind of big model, the one they're going to push the most? Let's keep the theme of this episode and just say it's a three, fam. You think it's the three? I was going to say it's going to be a three or a four, it seems like, but I want to say it's a three because like, they did a lot of fours this year too, even like this year was like a five, four thing. I agree with you. I will say that I can almost assure listeners that we're going to see more than one Jordan release in this, the 20 pack, because we see the Canary ones. I think, you know, everybody kind of saw this coming. Um, he previewed these so many times. So we all knew that they'd eventually see a release. I do remember via Twitter in spring of last year, 
Virgil actually tweeted saying, you know, cooking up new models uh, or cooking up new collaborations. What, what Jordan mm. do we all want to see next? And he tweeted this out and everybody just went crazy, obviously, because this was alluding to a second collaboration. But it also makes me think that we're going to see a, another off-white Jordan that, you know, we maybe haven't seen before. So not a five or not a four. Um, and I'm really excited to see what model he picks. And I would love for him to kind of go off the beaten path and select a model that the kids don't necessarily like, like he did with the fives and make the people like it kind of revive a model that people really aren't fucking with, whether that be an eight, whether that be a 10. Um, I, I would love to see him pick something super obscure, maybe an off-white Jordan 14. I think that would be super wild, but yeah. If you really want to take think- a wild shoe or an, Super unloved shoe. I'd like to see him make a two that I actually like. But okay, Jalen, say it. It's 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 been. I've seen it, guys. I I was gonna say. I I don't know why there's no pictures, but do you know Theophilus London? There's a guy by the name of Theophilus London. He's a musical artist. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's a great guy. Uh, Very um, like good homie of Virgil. All these guys, you know, the ASAP Nast, the Kanye, Jerry, all these guys. You know, very tapped in. And uh, on his feet last year, man, he was uh, in, a, in, a, in a picture. There was a pair of uh, two, twos, 100%, 100%. Virgil Abloh, like, in the comments, I was like, yo, like, off-white two. Like, this is it's crazy, you know? Yes, please. Um, and I saw him commenting, like, yo, these are real. Like, Virgil sent – people were like, oh, this is big, whatever. And, and like, the office was like, nah, like, yo, he sent these to me. Like, these are, these are real. Um, so, to that effect, Jalen – I'm like you sh- I'm calling it now. There is a two. It's maybe coming. I don't know if it's gonna come this year, but like I feel like the two has not been retroed or seen any kind of release or anything. Don't even mention the respect, but in a long, long time. Uh, and I feel like it's about time it's coming back, kind of thing. So, mm. uh, Brett, you're right. They're gonna like the twos with the Virgil collab. Then yeah. So taking it off the off white part of the conversation for one second. If we're just looking for what we think will be the Jordan Retro model of the year, like let's go by process of elimination. Ones and 11s, let's not count those because we're going to get infinite ones. We're going to get a pair of 11s around Christmas anyway. We know that for sure. Oh, are we getting the bread? Yeah, we've seen we've seen leaked. Haven't we seen teased pictures of like a, 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 a Virgil bread? A bread four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was just going to say, so the fours like outside of off-white, we do get a, like a, a set number of fours every year. Like I want to say we get like three or four uh, different colorways of the four every year. So I'm not sure that would be the lead. Five, like Brett said, will. Ha- there's been a lot of fives that came out last year. The sixes, the only ones that could make the, the sixes cool were either Michael Jordan himself or Travis Scott. So, And they've already done that. So I don't see the sixes making a comeback. The threes are the only ones that really make sense to me because all the other retros aren't as coveted and the last dense effect is uh, trickling down. So if we're not counting off-white, I'm betting on the threes. If we are count, if we're just talking about off-white, I hope you guys are right about the twos, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like the off-white fours in a, in a bread colorway because that's what a lot of people want right now. I just feel like Instagram and social media in general is just so flooded with ones, fours, and fives at the moment. And there's no shade because I have a pair of all three of those models sitting in my closet. And I love all three of them. But I would just really, really love to see Jordan Brand 
just market the shit out of a less loved model, you know, collaborations out of the conversation entirely and just really push a, a model that doesn't get enough love, something more obscure and just kind of bring that model back into the conversation with, you know, with the younger generation. I think, you know, we like to, sh I don't, but other people in this, in this pod really love to shit on Nike for various reasons. Um, but if one thing that we can kind of collectively agree on that they do very well is, you know, bringing back certain models through collaboration. We saw that with the five with Virgil. We saw that with, I don't really want to say that the six was an unpopular model, but we saw, you know, a crazy increase in hype with the six through Travis Scott. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I would love to see maybe like an above 10 model brought back with a vengeance, whether that be like a 13, a 14 or a 15 and, and just, yeah, maybe, you know, pump out some really solid colorways with some less love models. I mean, they, they've tried a little bit with the 12 and 11 last year and with, yeah. uh, with limited success, I'd say, depending on what colorway you're talking about. It, it could right. be, I wouldn't be surprised if they did do the six this year, like more sixes, just because uh, later this year, we are going to get the Air Jordan 36. Yep. Yeah. And so usually those movies are somewhat based off of like the original nine or whatever. And we're getting the Air Jordan X Travis Scott Jordan 6 in the tan colorway. Oh, yeah, the wheats. We're getting really that. Good, yeah. We're getting that. Is that confirmed for this year? I didn't know. Uh, that. I don't know. Uh, there, were some, there were some unofficial images released of like an unfinished model with the upper like not stitched onto the midsole yet. I can't remember exactly who posted it, but I do remember that it was a very reputable account. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, I, I really, I mean, I guess like, I hope they drop those Futura dunks, but like whatever, I'm not going to get them. But like, I really, 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 really like those. Virgil, if you're listening, and I know you're not, but if you're listening, <laughs> can you please stop with the bungees? I don't know. I just like, I, I like heavily do not rate the bungees, the bungee Sorry, You mean the zip tag? The, what are they called? The zip ties? No, the bungees, the the orange bungees. Oh, on the dump, the secondary yeah. lace. I just think it's so hideous. Yeah. Oh, I love this. So, one. Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they're laces. I think it's like literally like elastic bungee. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like stretchy. Oh, really? But, you, but can't you tighten them? I swear you can tighten them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely you can. Yeah, it can yeah. be used as an alternate lacing system. But I just think it's like, I just think it's Have gross. Have seen that done? <laughs> Has someone uh, taken the laces off and yes. worn it just yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and it looks great. Yeah, it, it looks like a, it's like a normal dunk. I'm yeah. a, a big, a big, uh, a big second, like two pairs of lace. I love, I love it. I love just having like another, like another color hit to like, you can pick another color to throw in here and add some pizzazz to your shoe. Love yeah, that. well, you could add an unnecessary zipper and you'd still love it, Jason. So well, anything know. functional. No, the zipper has to do something. Yeah, nuh uh. <laughs> okay, fine. I also okay, want to then. note uh, that yellow is a color that can be like terrible or good, and yeah. uh, it really depends on like the tone and you know shade of yellow you pick. And I think um, I just want to say that the like the all yellow one, this Momo one, I love this uh, hard. This shade of yellow is really really hard. good. It looks really good. It's alright. Like orange, yellow, and black. Um, I mean, good. like. I've got yeah. You throw those in the garbage. I thought uh, the yellow and black pair was cool. 
so when I saw the pixelated version of the yellow and black pair, I thought it was going to be the uh, like those other dunks that he dropped uh, late in 2020, like the ones that no one really liked. Rubber dunks? Oh, yeah, rubber yeah. Dunks. yeah, correct. I, it's so funny because like I, I just feel like those didn't pop off and like so many celebrities wore those during the rollout and just uh, like nobody wanted them. And for good reason, I think they're just hideous. But also, shouts out to Virgil for kind of making his own rendition of a dunk upper. Um, yeah, sure. I don't think you can hate on it. I'm not. I mean, I'm hating on the shoe, but I'm not hating on the creation. Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad at it, but I, I definitely not my cup of tea. I think he just figured like he had a major W with the Air Jordan Five. He's like, I can. He can do something a bit crazy after that. Oh. Those fives, man. I, if there's anybody out there that has a size 8.5 or 9 in the black fives and wants to give them to me for a price that is not rent, hit me up <laughs> at Sneakersons Podcast with a Z. I will respond Watch promptly. He, he's going to trade his co-host status for those sneakers, and we're going to end up with a <laughs> random new co-host. <laughs> there's going to be some random dude next week showing up. Oh, that's so funny. Anyways, does anybody else have anything to add before we uh, hit the outro here? Because I think we're going a little over time. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, and I, I'm going to try not to go over 12 sneakers this year because I counted. I bought 18 sneakers last year. Okay. And yeah, so try to hold me to that. Okay. Yeah, listeners, hold him to that. Let's do it. Listeners, we'll all hold him accountable together. Yeah. So, you know, as we go into 2021, we're going to have, again, an episode every week. And we just really appreciate everybody that's been listening up to this point, including that one person in the, in the Netherlands. DM us if you're listening. We want to know who the Netherlands person is. You're like our favorite follower. Um, you're a favorite. We should have you on the podcast. Yo, guys, Loki, watch the Netherlands person is just Virgil Abloh on a VPN. Like, oh, my God. Hold up. Yeah, I, I could be analytics today and i just want to say of course shout out the or shout out the homie from the netherlands listening and uh shout out uh whoever's listening from sweden shout out whoever's listening from new zealand and last but not least our latest addition to our international um team of listeners uh big shout out to malaysia yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely and you know, I know we like to joke around a lot on this podcast and uh, and have our have our dose of fun. But in all seriousness, uh, we're really grateful and we thank you guys deeply. And uh, we're excited to bring you more episodes in 2021. So on that note, that's our episode for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen through to the end of this week's episode. Please tune in again next week and give us a follow on Instagram at Sneakersons with Z or Z if you're from Canada. And a full disclaimer, Sneakersons is recorded before a live studio audience. And all the thoughts, queries, and qualms we discuss on the pod are our own opinions. Especially mine. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.